welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. How are we doing today, Rob? Great, Wayne. Just great. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. What's our you know show what? I'm, about I'm today, gonna, Rob? I, I'm going to change my answer. I'm not doing great today. You're not. I'm sorry to hear no, that. No, I'm not. I'm not doing great today. This is the show that I have dreaded for two years now. Two years so, yeah. I've been dreading this show. Hmm. It's a long time to be dreading this show. Uh huh. Wow. I've been. I knew this show would be coming, and now it's it's here. This is it. So why don't we tell everybody what today's show is about, Wayne? Well, today we're going to talk about the winners of the 2021 Floor of the Years. That's right, folks. Bonus ANSM has won the FOY. And that's for if you're a bonus stooge, you know exactly what that means. For the regular people like me out there, regular listeners, that means the national uh, the uh, national adhesive sales manager. I'm sorry. The N NASM, National Adhesive Sales Manager, Wayne Highlander, has won the FOY, the coveted floor of the year. Did you just, did you just, did you just hear music? No, I didn't hear anything. Huh. Well, first of all, that's ridiculous, Rob. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm I got up today and put my pants on one leg at a time, like I always do. I'm, I'm, I'm the same guy that you always known. I mean, just because I won the floor of the year. No, I, 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 I thought I heard music, but I maybe it's in my head. I don't know. I think one of the worst things of you winning this is winning floor of the year. I will never, ever be able to win an argument on this show again. That's not like me. I, though, that, that's the old Wayne. You know, once you leave, once you achieve a certain level of success and you don't really, that, that's not really a thing anymore. So, listen, don't you worry about a thing. I am the same guy that you've always known, Rob. Um, Let me ask you a question. Yeah. I know when people who come on the show who have won Floor of the Year... I'm just wondering, are you going to treat them the same? Or now is it going to be a little bit different? You know, the, I, I, you're right. I did have a certain amount of uh, reverence for when they came on and they said that they wanted for a year. And then I, 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 I even subconsciously, maybe I, I treated them differently, but um, not so much anymore. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, first of all, I want to congratulate all the Floor of the Year winners. Um, you look at, I'll start with the cover. Um, the Hard Before Magazine, um, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, Tom Orda, Orada, uh, just from Seattle's, I mean, it's, um, 
just a fabulous Orada Designs, man. It's it's a fabulous. Not only did he win uh, a floor of the year for that the, the, the best circular curved application, but he won uh, the best of. I mean, that's the coveted man. And uh, good good heavens, man, fantastic job, beautiful job by him. I'm just going to go through them real quick. Um, Mike Simulian of MSCS, Roswell, Georgia. Fabulous job. That was a stunning job, man. That herringbone, a beautiful design. Congratulations. Michael Dittmer is not – Michael Dittmer, you know, you know how I feel about Michael, man, and his, his craftsmanship. And I, I put him in uh, heads and shoulders, man, above most everybody I know as far as a craftsman. This guy is uh, – he's no stranger to a floor of the year. I think he's won before. Um Orada Designs won again. Uh, best marketry. That's a smoking good-looking floor he did there. And then Craftsman Hardwood Floors, uh, Matthew Garcia, beautiful job. Czar Floors, I mean, every time you, you hear about Floor of the Year, that name is going to be in the running if he's not going to win. Uh, and, and he usually does win. Uh, beautiful jobs. You got a couple of them here. Um, so yeah, and and also if you look at the uh, the, uh, the 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 guys that didn't win, that the and guys and gals that didn't win that sent in pictures, congrats to all the all everybody. And I was thinking, Rob, I know this is what it's going to sound like, but I, I really truly mean it. Um, every every person that ever sands a floor, whether it's an apprentice, the first year apprentice, or or guy's been in the trade forever, everybody's got a floor of the year, right? I mean, everybody's got that one job you can go back on and just that you put that last coat on, you come back and walk the job and you just absolutely just knocked it out of the park, man. I mean, just a 10 on a 10 scale, uh, right? Everybody, I hope everybody gets that one floor here that they feel that way about one of their jobs. And uh, so, yeah, man, it's pretty cool. I mean, let's face it. Uh, for me, Rob, here's the thing. I never thought I would ever have a chance to win a floor of the year because uh, I've always said that a, a, a rep should never win floor of the year, right? I mean, you know, you, you know I don't want to compete against your customers, but um, when they came out and said this was a category for manufacturers only, um, a couple of things happened. It was that, number one, and number two is COVID. You know, we weren't traveling, and I had that one floor left to do, and so uh, upstairs, so I figured, all right, well, um, let's 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 uh i'm gonna make a run for it man and uh and and do a floor that i thought can compete so yeah um pretty honored to get it obviously it was pretty cool and so i thought today what one thing we would do is kind of talk about the challenges of that floor which there were many and so not to be too self-serving um but um i thought maybe it'd be kind of cool to talk about because it was kind of unique in, in one of the things that was done on the floor um so i thought we'd talk about that all right you good with that that was a yeah well we have to get rid of it we i got to get through this show so yeah this is yeah this is the wayne highlander floor of the year show <laughs> so i'll, I'll we'll talk like about i said it, but, I, kn I knew it was going to happen actually uh this was a big hardwood floor magazine for you too wasn't it there was there was a couple of big things in that hardwood floor magazine what what uh well, well, the other one was the uh, was you, right? Was the um, well, it was us. It was the yeah. It was about the show, and we all know the show is more about you anyway. So it was a big True. hardwood True. floor magazine for you. Yeah, so it was uh, that was kind of cool. Uh, it was a nice, nice little uh, shout out about the the uh, on the floor uh, with Wayne Rob show. So that was kind of cool. So, yeah. 
So I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll go through and I'll kind of talk about the design of this floor, the, um, um, the installation, and, the, and of course, the sanding refinishing of it. And so I know there's an expression, uh, we don't want to hear the labor pains, we just want, we just want to see the baby. Um, but I will kind of go into detail about this floor. So um, let's see where I'll start with. Um, well, one of the challenges was the layout of the room. I mean, the room is completely out of square and out of flat. And uh, which is what the last thing I, I can have doing a floor that's going to be uh, used with epoxy. So um, if you look at the two, the two parallel walls on this floor, um, from one end to the other, they're two inches out. And you're doing a floor that is, has to be, it's a perfectly square pattern. So, you know, now you got a floor that you're putting per something perfectly square in an area that is not perfectly square. Uh, then you have the radius. You know, which which made it a little bit more complicated. Which that was fine. I, you know, that was part of the deal. But but I had to. Um, obviously, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> make a cut through this through the blocks. I got to honor the blocks. So I had to had to figure where am I going to disguise that. And obviously, that went to the border. Um, the next challenge is was uh, the layout. Is uh, I knew I wanted to put a border in there because I wanted to highlight the radius of the room. Okay, I, I like a radius border. I think it's kind of cool, and I wanted to to use that as a design element. But um, knowing that I was going to put a border in there, and it had to be around five or six inches on the design that I wanted to use, somewhere in there, uh, the next thing I did was dry fit the blocks because to, to, I had to have boards between every block. So I had to dry fit the blocks to see, okay, how will this work out for the border? Instead of, you know, I, I couldn't say to myself, I want a five-inch border, then just lay the field. Uh, and lay the floor. I had that 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 the width of the border have to had had to come after what I after what I wanted to do with the field. Does that make sense? That would determine yeah. what I did with the field determined what the border would be. So then I had to make the blocks. And so the blocks, it doesn't look like it in the picture, maybe, but there's 27 pieces to every block. And some of them, I mean, are like a quarter inch by a quarter inch. And yeah, remember, remember, I told you that um, when you had sent me a picture of the design, or when you were halfway through, I was showing Pauline a picture of it, and she's like, "Oh, that's nice." And I said, "Do you know how many pieces of wood that is for that one block?" And she's yeah. like, "No, no." And I said, "There's, I thought I counted twenty-eight or something like that, and I knew I was close when I had mentioned it to you, and you had told me how many there was, and." That's when she nearly fell off the chair yeah. when I said each of those blocks is 27 pieces or 28. That, I thought it was 28 or whatever. Yeah. Hey, um, do me a favor. Can you send me a picture of it? Yeah. Send me a picture of it so I can just be looking at it while you're talking about it. And Okay. I'll do this quickly. So, um, so the challenge of it was, okay, so I got the, I got the, um, since you right now i you know knowing that i had to put those blocks together come coming your way right now knowing that i had to put these blocks together i made a jig on the on the on my workbench in the garage right i put a jig together so they, i think the, the blocks are like eight inches square okay so now you i've, I've got to glue these pieces together using yellow glue okay the challenge is um now i got the blocks out after I make them, okay. And there's there's a chance that you can the yellow glue is going to squirt out and it's going to get on the workbench. If I leave for a couple hours and come back, it could glue itself to the workbench. Does that make sense? 
Yes. So every uh, so there's like all 27 pieces have to be glued up at one time that sit inside this jig that I made up. That's a perfectly eight inches square. So the, the the glue is squirting out in different areas, you know, which is fine, you know, as part of the deal. But I couldn't let it, I couldn't allow it to be glued to the table I was working on. So what I did is I took I took wax um, and I, I waxed the bottom of the table, okay, and I waxed the inside ring of that of that, knowing that I was going to run them through a planer anyhow, and that way they wouldn't bond to anything, okay. So I had to let each block sit up for about an hour before I would try to take one of the sides of the uh, the jig out and, and and take them back out. So, which was time consuming, but I, I was able to, in between, I had two of those jig sets set up for, for time. And then I um, I was scroll saw in between on the medallion. So I, I wasn't wasting time. But when I say there's 27 blocks um, and there was such multiple cuts of all these different uh, product, pieces of wood, um, the going back to the beginning, I knew I had my, my table saw had to be perfectly set up. My chop saws had to be perfectly set up. I, I went through, changed all the blades, squared everything up so they're perfectly square, made sure the fence was lined up, dialed in perfect. And then I, um, Dylan Moore out of um, um, out of California is a hell of a contractor, man, and just a uh, just a phenomenal, phenomenal floor contractor. I told him what I was doing, and I and I, I made sleds before. I I had a sled that I was intending to use, but um, uh, he showed me what he was working with, what uh, the sled that he actually designed and he makes himself. I think with the CNC router. So um, he was kind enough to send me one of his. And uh, Dylan Moore, man, oh man, that was that's like, and that's that was a Cadillac of a of a table saw sled. And that's you know when you're doing a job like this where you have repetition of so many cuts, like I think there was like five thousand cuts altogether. Wow. Of, different, of different pieces so i mean it's repetition as repetition and so like i said some of these blocks are really small it would be you couldn't do it without a table saw sled and as a side note lenny hall probably built the best table saw sled i've ever seen and at the national wood flooring association this uh coming up uh in july a couple weeks or a week uh is going to do a seminar on how he makes his table saw sled um which also would be pretty cool to see i've seen him do it before and maybe he's changed the design a little bit but uh so the table saw sled was i mean absolutely 100 uh, i wouldn't even attempt to do the floor without it so um what were the species of wood in each block uh, well it's funny because if, if you look at the floor and you see the blocks the blocks yeah. didn't start out they, they didn't start out to be exactly that way the these blocks were like 16 inches uh, originally. I, I did these, I started making these blocks back in California when I was a contractor on a, for a job that we did. I ended up never using them and they, and they sat in my garage for forever. Um, but I only had half enough blocks to do the job that I needed on this particular job. So, and they were too big for the area that they were, they were, they would be oversized. The, the, the parquet blocks would be too big for the space that I was putting them in. So I, I dismantled all the blocks. And then, um, and then I had to add on to them, and I added a lot more blocks too, because, I, like I said, I only had about half of them. So the species, the reason why I say that, is because some of the species the uh, is made up of jara, uh, and some of the uh, some of the blocks are made up of um, what was the other species? Mm, slips my mind right now. Anyhow, but they're so similar. What you did this floor, right? Yeah, yeah, but. I, 
I can't remember what the hell species was I, that I used. Uh, anyhow, I can't remember what it was. But what, what I did is I alternated each block. I alternated blocks. So there was a pattern to that. Uh, but in the end, you really can't tell the difference anyhow. They were so close. Mm -hmm. So um, so um, I de deconstructed all the blocks. I had to add more blocks to it. And then um, let's see what else. Uh, laying, laying the blocks. Um, like I said, the room was out of square big time. And I was going to run the floor at a diagonal and do a different kind of pattern, but it was it, I just didn't like the way that they fell on the border. I knew when you first walk into the floor, the, if you look at the focal points, it obviously had to be a full block. When you first walk up in the, in the floor, I needed you to see a full block on the left side and right in front of you. Excuse me, the right side and right in front of you. So there's, there's full blocks everywhere the way it works out, except against the far wall, which there's going to be a bench there anyhow, so it's not, not a big deal. And it's like 80% of the block is still there. So there's only one area where I couldn't use full blocks. I think uh, if you were going at, at a diagonal, though, it would have taken away from the medallion. I, th I think it would have, and it's too busy. I, I, like the, I, I like the way that the blocks highlight the medallion, where if you would run that on a diagonal, it would, it, I think it would have been too busy. Yeah, um, and my my wife has always said she does she doesn't like floor on a diagonal. That's a, that's like a thing to her. She can't stand floors laid on a diagonal. So really, made it, yeah, never. <laughs> yeah, I've tried it before at different times in our lives, and she's no, no, no. So um, then then um, you know, so the field was relatively you know once I established how I wanted the blocks to fall, uh, it was it was easy you know fairly easy them up and, and installing the blocks leaving room for the medallion i laid out where the medallion was going to go um the next challenge was the uh the scroll work in the border which i i love a victorian scroll so that's why i picked that design and if anybody i mean really it looks complicated when you're doing scroll saw work it requires a lot of patience but if you if you understand a little bit to some different tips and techniques and tricks to it it goes it goes faster than you might imagine. Uh, for instance, I use systems, systems 99 spray. I spray two, two pieces of 516 boards together. And then I take, take the pattern, the paper pattern, and I spray that with system 99 also. System 99 or 77 in my age? I think 77. <laughs> Anyhow, and I sprayed that on top of those two boards and I'm cutting two boards at the same time. Make sense? Yes. And then, then I take lacquer, then I put them in a bath of lacquer thinner and it separates them out right right away. I mean, right away, uh, they, they come apart. Um, so I was able to go through it at night. And that's the other thing on this job. Um, you know, I've got a, I have a job. I can't, I can't afford to work on this floor while during, during, you know, business hours. So uh, this was weekends. I, I never watched any professional sports that year. I never, uh, never, I, I did hardly any fishing. You heard me cry about how little fishing I did that year. And uh, so, and it was a lot of weekends in the garage. So, what kind of saw do you use? Um, I actually used uh, Dewalt. Um, I've got two two uh, scroll saws. One is uh, Excalibur, which is a really good saw, but it, I didn't have it at my house. Somebody else got it. And the other is uh, the one I used was a Dewalt, which was just fine. But if someone's looking to getting into that, hands down, the Hegner scroll saw is absolutely positively the best that you can say buy. that. Uh, say that and spell that. Please. It's a Hegner. I think it's H-E-G-N-E-R or it's H-A-G-N-E-R. They're they're bright red. They all look the same. They actually look pretty primitive, but um, 
if you look at some of the best squirrel sawers out there, everybody seems to be using a Hegner. Yeah. So um, I had to make a ton of those, man. There was a lot of those. There was a lot of lot of cutting those blocks, and I was going to alternate them between different species, but I, it looked too busy, so I stayed with American uh, American cherry, which I traditionally don't like American cherry so much, but um, this was like a 120 year old American cherry and it was just really aged beautifully, man. And just really consistent and, and everything. So I, that's what I went with. Now, how long did it take you to cut that to cut one block or uh, cut two at a time? But how long did it take to do that? Two at a time takes me about 45 minutes per. So, and I can't 45 minutes for two for two. Wow. Yeah. So, and, and here's the thing. Jeez. And, if you're going to do a floor like this, and if you're going to grow sauce, but especially if you start getting impatient, just walk away and do something else. If I started breaking blades on the scroll saw, I would quit. And I would just, I, I'm not in the mood to scroll saw. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm, too, I'm going too fast and the, 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 it won't let you win. You have to be patient with it. So um, I put my headphones on, I listen to music. Uh, I mean, I, I got through, I got tired of all my music. I saw, I went through Cuban music. I went through, uh, <laughs> uh I started listening to Cuban music. Then I went to, um, and, um, uh, Cajun music, uh, so all kinds of stuff and a few podcasts. And, uh, so mm -hmm. I, um, really it's a lesson in patience when you scroll saw, because you cannot go fast. It's, you just have to go at the speed that it wants you to go. Um, and also the, the blade selection is critically important. Um, you would think the finer the blade, the better. And in some, like some cuts, I would use two different types of blade. Uh, I would do like the the long sweeping cuts with a with a thicker blade because the 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 blade being if it's too thin, it's going to wonder too much. Um, and you're actually more accurate going a little bit like I use a number twelve a lot of times on the blade selection. But anyhow, um, but what I'm all, what I'm getting down down to is this, and why this floor was a little bit unique maybe is that a is that I knew that I wanted to use epoxy. I've, I've said before, I think I've said on this this podcast on our first year, one of our first episodes, that somebody's going to win a floor using epoxy. And I, I had no idea it was going to be me. Um, but I, 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 if you see all these river tables with epoxy, it was it was it's bound to happen. I mean, the marriage between the two, if you look at, you know, using different, you know, we've used brass in this industry, we've used stone, we've used different type of mediums, but but to me, epoxy is a natural fit. I use our craft oil over top of it and it worked great. Um, my floor downstairs has a medallion with epoxy and so I, and it's been down seven years. So I knew that it would work and it would hold up. It looks like the day I put it in. Sand's really nice. It's just, you know, um, but anyhow, I, I, I used black epoxy because I wanted the, the you know, um, a species of wood to just jump off the floor. You know, I didn't want a really black dramatic background that it would just really, really highlight every species in the floor. Uh, and I'm really happy the way that that turned out. I wanted the blocks to look three-dimensional looking because I like a three-dimensional three looking floor. And I want it to be like a kind of a throwback to like an old Victorian uh, type of floor that you might see in, in well, maybe not in Victorian, but you might see in Russia or one of those those castles or something. Um, so what was the epoxy? Was, what kind of epoxy is it? I, I use eco-epoxy. Now I'm going to tell you about the epoxy and that's kind of the why I'm, I'm talking about this floor that makes it a little bit different than a lot of them. Um, the epoxy threw me for a curveball uh, because it was like working with water. You know, it taught me I'm never going to eyeball level again. 
because if when you pour this out, it's going just like if you pour out a gallon of water into whatever you're pouring it out to, it's going to find level. I mean, right? It's going to run to, you know what I mean? So if you, if you are not perfectly flat, uh, it, it is going to all run to that direction where, it's, where water would run to. So you got to make sure that you got it really dialed in so you don't have that issue. Uh, when my, I thought I was going to do this in one pour. And it actually took me several pours to do it. And, and when you're doing this, I took uh, uh, like a silicone and I just ran beads around the outside of everything where I was pouring the epoxy. So like like the border that you the, the border the scroll saw work around the border, I poured um, or I took a caulking gun and I built up around them about half inch around both sides of the border. So if it did run out over, it would not run past that. You know what I mean? I, like I built a dam around everything. Medallion. Mm -hmm. I built a, a dam around the medallion with with a with a silicone caulking that later on I would I had to I had to take a scraper and scrape it off and just, or sand it off. Or the epoxy would just run out. The other thing about epoxy is it's very sensitive to, to uh, humidity and, and moisture and that kind of stuff. So you really want to make sure that you you put it in the environment that it likes. You know, get the temperature you know in the you want it to be. And it it takes a long this uh, this particular product. I don't know about other epoxies, but it took a long time to set up. So I got you. All like right. So uh, uh, hold on. I want to keep talking about the epoxy. I'm looking at the floor. What pieces are epoxy? Okay. It sounds so, like there's it sounds like there's more than one. So if you look, now, at I know listeners value. are gonna listeners probably thinking the same thing. I'm in when they're gonna take a look at this picture. Okay. So uh, what piece did you use the epoxy on? So if you look at the medallion, yeah, in the center of the in the center of the floor, everything yes. black is epoxy. Okay. So what I All did, right. so I I I uh, you know I. Scroll saw the pieces in the design and pattern that I wanted it to look like. And I used yellow glue and yeah. glued them down. When I get everything dialed in, you know, everything was glued down the way I wanted everything. Then I mixed up the epoxy and I poured the epoxy over top of everything. Okay. That's okay. one. And number two, if you look at the, the scroll saw, the border going around the floor. Yes. You'll see the American cherries, uh, Victorian scroll like. Right. Inside that is all eco epoxy. So that's all epoxy. Yeah. All that it's, dark is yep. epoxy on the. Oh, that's cool, man. That is and nice. the, the dark squares, that's walnut in the squares, American walnut. In, in the squares. Yeah, I figured that was wood. Mm -hmm. But the epoxy looks, when it's sanded, Rob, it looks so clean. I mean, absolutely pristine clean. And so just. I mean, it, it is absolutely everything I hoped it would be. Honestly, I mean, it, it just it, it it sands. You know, it's it's not easy to sand. I mean, it'd be like sanding. Uh, it's not as bad as sanding, say, aluminum oxide, but it's it's somewhere between there and sanding a regular oak floor. Okay, so mm -hmm. it, sanding it is a bit rough. Um, and then when you do sand and you put a palm sander on, it looks gray. It's like, oh man, it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't right. It yep. doesn't look black. It doesn't. It just kind of looks kind of dull gray. But when we put the craft oil on it, and I'll talk about that in a minute, man. I mean, it it just the everything just jumped off the floor. So, by far the and it, like the epoxy took three days to dry. So, oh, I, wow. That that hurt. that that tested my patience a little bit because I oh. get up in the morning. 
Man. And I, I, I could put my finger in it, and it was like putting finger in water. I went, oh, man. Then I started second-guessing myself. I was just going to say, at one point did you say, is this ever going to dry? After I punched the wall. <laughs> um, that's where that picture is, right there. No. Um, <laughs> well, I, I started second-guessing myself. Did, did I fall was into it be, Was it because it was so thick, or – no, it was because just your ratio was wrong, or just the temperature, it was the heat, the temperature, temperature, and humidity. Because this actually, what's unique about this epoxy, you can go half inch deep in one pour. So I knew that I wasn't pouring it too thick, but yeah. I started second guessing myself. Did I did I do the proper ratio and stirring properly? Because like, man, I yeah, I know it's not perfect, but I thought for sure it would have it would have set up by now. So I go to day two, day two like jelly you know what i mean kind of like a put your hand in a in a in a in a jar of jelly that's that consistency i went oh man this ain't good man i mean it's that's it's not near as hard as i thought and then i i knew i mixed it up right i mean i was very diligent about it but i still even at that i was like man i don't know man but on day three it was hard as hard as a rock so um um that was the longest three days of your life Every day I, I, I'd go up and I'd stare at it, man. And you know how it's like, you know, it's hard watching finish dry. It, 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 was, it was even harder watching this dry. So that, yeah. that was, we used was, to, um, and we did bowling alleys. That was one of the finishes that we used to use was an epoxy finish. And um, depending on the humidity of the room, we would add weights to the applicator because okay. if you didn't, you, it would go down too heavy and it would never die. So there were some times that we had 35 pounds of weights on like a squeegee type applicator because of the humidity. Wow. And the I, epoxies I, yeah. were, yeah, the epoxy was tough to work with. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the, this floor is not my design. Um, the blocks, I didn't come up with that design. Uh, years, I mean, I'm talking probably 30 years ago, I was at a convention and somebody was selling Somebody was selling uh, medallions, like, you know, uh, or, or uh, I wanted to mention the manufacturer, but because I don't think they're still around anymore and I don't care where they were anyhow. But anyhow, he was he was selling this like it was almost like a suitcase with a handle on it where it was like you could show your homeowner these, these different designs. And and I bought that from him and I never did. I never bought any of the products from him. I, you know, I kind of lost touch with the guy. But but anyhow, that I kept that design forever. So this. These blocks, like I said, the ones that were in my garage was about half of these before I deconstructed them. Like my brothers would come by and go, "Hey, um, you're not going to use those blocks, man. Can I have them?" I go, "No, no, no I'm, I'm going to use them." And then from time to time, I'd have other floor guy. He goes, "Man, those blocks are pretty cool. What are you going to do with them?" And I go, "No, nah, I'm going to use them." They go, "Man, you're never going to use them blocks. Let me have them." So some of them blocks have been with me for over 20 years, and that was the longest procrastination on planet Earth. But I knew I, I would. My career would have ended with me not doing anything with those blocks. I would have just, because, you know. Would have made a nice casket, though. We could have made uh, a casket for you. That would have been fitting, yes. You could bury yourself with these things. So, but the, the one of the biggest challenges, obviously, is the repetition of cuts and everything and making sure you get your, I mean, if you're going to make up your mind, you're going to do, uh, you know, uh, a floor this intricate. I mean, you you, you have to. It starts at the beginning of having everything dialed in and being patient. Have your saws, the blades, and everything perfectly. Your 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 job site set up. Uh, 
you can work organized and 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 you you know you're you're doing it in an orderly fashion because there's so much so much that goes into uh, putting instructing all these things so anyhow I'm, every i'm talking to a lot of people that already know this but um then then for the sanding and finishing part i i honestly i thought i was gonna put traffic on the floor is what i started to do until i talked to um uh aaron sheaves uh um jeff sheaves son uh on sheaves floors down in virginia and um I obviously I've seen a lot of his work and everything and and I've started talking about the floor and I got excited about how excited he got about the floor. So, and I, I knew how good this guy was and I thought, man, I'd love to have him come and sand the floor and, 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 uh, and finish it. So I asked Jeff, uh, what his schedule was like. And he goes, you know, and long story short, he worked it into his schedule and I, I was thrilled to get him, man, because Rob, you talk about the most organized van I've ever seen in my life. You, I mean, I was in awe of like uh, his equipment was so organized. And when he showed up to the job, he was all business, like right now. I mean, boom, boom, boom. Everything was perfectly organized and he got right to it. And, you know, my brothers have said, man, you're going to let somebody else, some other dude stay on your floor? And I, I yeah, man, I, 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 I totally get it, man. That's not me. But I didn't even have to hover over him, man. I got out of his way. I mean, this guy, man, it was all business and, and treated it like, I mean, you know, I didn't even have to think twice about it. And Jeff Sheaves uh, came uh, also that Saturday and, and gave us a hand and, uh, and put the craft oil on. And when I saw the first coat of craft oil going on, uh, no, nah, man, this is it. Blew you away, Two coats of craft oil on it, man. It looks fantastic. Aaron did a fantastic job on it, man. We used a power drive. That's the other thing I would say, Rob. I was going to say, did he, was it a power drive all or only power drive? The only thing that touched it was a power drive, a little bit of edging around the borders, but not much. So, um, what was I going to say? Um, oh, what, just natural craft oil or? Yeah, it's all, there's no stain or anything like that. It's all just natural craft oil. So uh, here's what, something. here's what's, what's, what's cool about the job. So the more I started, when I started building it, I thought, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to highlight every, Thing that touches this floor and that what bona makes so if you think about it it was the power station it was the bona adhesive it was the bona 540 it was the uh the the tampico brush it was the power drive it was the the bona wood filler i mean every single thing that touched the floor except the ecopoxy was bona so that's kind of cool man that's and I, I also when i was doing the floor i felt you know what if i'm going to represent the company man you know let's and then I'm going to put my name on it. Then let's let's knock it out of the park, man. So it's an honor. I joke around about it, but yeah, and I am going to be hard to live with around you because. Oh my God! Yeah. Because yeah. So, now um, I'm. You know what? Uh, I've been thinking as I've been looking at this, and you know, you winning floor of the year. I thought I would be more jealous of floor of the year, but I don't know if I'm more jealous of floor of the year or that, that award you won in Sweden. Well, I don't know, man. This is, the, uh, let me tell you something. Um, you know what I mean? That, yeah. That's, that's a big one too. So yeah. this, uh, you know, I don't know about anybody else, but for me, I mean, you know, the, the it's an honor, man. It is an absolute. And like, like I said, I didn't have to compete against other other floor contractors, uh, you know, which was because I, I, I wouldn't have done it. And then I would have just done the floor and it would have been a cool floor. And then that would be the end of it. But when I saw that we could put it in the manufacturer only 
category. That's like, oh man. And and for me, you know, I'm 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 60 years old. I don't have any other floors to do. I don't do side jobs. I don't. It's not even in my my you know radar screen. That's just not happening. But I had one floor left. This is the only floor left. It was my last floor in my house. And and um, if not for COVID, I couldn't have done it. So for me, it was like, you know, it was ninth inning. The bases were loaded, and and I was there was two strikes on me, and uh, this was my last shot. So uh, so yeah, I'm I'm very happy about. It. And also, I have to say, I was really overwhelming all the people in the industry that reached out and 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 gave me a nod and said they liked the floor and everything. That was very cool. I mean, there's you know there is a camaraderie in this business. We talk about it all the time, but you really don't know and you know how many friends you have until. Uh, they come out of the woodwork and, and, you know, and even competitors, man, I have to say, and, and give you a nod, go, Hey man, that was pretty cool. So very, very, uh, honored to well, get it. I, I, I'm very proud of you. I've known you for a long time and I know this stuff is really, you know, this is what makes you tick. So I'm really proud of you, you know, couldn't be happier for you, but I think too, it's kind of a sad note also, because really exactly. this is the end for you. This is you. <laughs> You've reached the top. You've reached your pinnacle, and now it's yeah. just a, a slow slide downhill to to, to death. It, yeah, I mean that's it. You you've reached the end yeah. of the road. You know. You know something? If it if it wasn't for um, like I, the passion has never left me about this about doing floors and all that stuff. Uh, this was hard to do for me. My, I mean, really physically, it was hard to do only because my knees my knees I, my knees are gone. I mean, I'm that's just the way it is. I I can't do floors anymore. If I wanted to go back and do floors, this, and if it, 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 it kind of remind you know when you're saying that it kind of when when you were saying how you had Aaron come in and do the sanding for you, it kind of reminded me of when Babe Ruth got to the end of his career, he'd hit the home run and then the little guy would run the bases for him. <laughs> you know, Babe Ruth would just run to first base. I want to make this, and then they had that little tiny guy come out and and run for him. So no. that's kind of yeah, the, you know, hey. You, you can't last forever, you know? That's, that's pretty funny. I want to make this clear. I 100% beyond a shadow of a doubt could have sanded and finished this floor myself. Make no bones about it. But um, I was uh, I was. You're lucky. Babe Ruth. You're the old Babe Ruth. You got the little guy running the bases for you now. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. up, boy. Yeah. No, man. He, he, he knocked it out of the park, man. Um, just a good dude to be around, man. I, I can't stress that enough man he was a he's a, he's a stud and i also look for him uh wouldn't surprise me if uh if he gets his name on that on that list one of these days too so very cool man so anyhow there you go rob that's it and the end of it and uh, i'm glad to be done with it i felt like i got out of jail when that when it was done because uh i got my weekends back i could start fishing and everything and my you know so when that last coat goes on it was a lot of emotions for me man it's like man especially when you i, I tell you what if it 20 years if you got a pulse, to make yeah if you got a pulse and you don't get excited about seeing finish go on a floor i mean um you know and 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 the wood too is a, when i go back by woodcraft supply i would see a really cool piece of wood like a really nice nice courtesan piece of wood whatever and i would just stockpile you know what i mean yeah. so i put the wood that would just really the highlight the grain and they would just shimmer off the floor man it was just a really uh Anyhow, it's a lot of fun. I'll shut up now. Uh, what are you going to wear uh, on an award night? Um, oh, I don't care. I, you know, oh, I don't come know on. I mean. You got to, you know, no. I, was, I was thinking like a white tux. 
Tucks oh, and oh. tails, maybe even a hat yeah. too. Yeah, that uh, is flat out not going to happen. <laughs> I think you got to go big, yeah. man. This is it. No. You're not, like I said, this is the last day of your life. So it is, but I still want to have friends when I get done with that day. <laughs> Wearing tuxedo up there to get it. Um, hats off, hats off to everybody that uh, that that won a, won a floor of the year this year, and um, everybody that that, that competed and um, and so anyhow, congrats to everybody. So um that's it um congratulations buddy good job yep Yep. thank you very much rob appreciate it so that's been another episode of on the floor with wayne and rob please stay tuned for another episode